Welcome to the Positive Solutions for Life podcast. I'm Peggy Meyer, and I'm so excited you are here. If you're like me, you're living a good life, but you're striving for something more, something better, learning and growing, trying to improve and up-level your life, your business, your health. From goals to habits, productivity to time management, and a whole lot of growth mindset in between, Look no further for positive solutions for your life than here to help you transform from the inside out so you can truly live the life you desire. Over the past few weeks, I've been talking a lot about goals, creating a vision of what you want for your life to be like at the end of this year, turning that vision into a smarter goals, scheduling your actions, tracking and reviewing your progress, and how to change some of your thoughts that might get in the way. If you've missed any of those episodes, I encourage you to go to back and listen to episodes 44, 46, 48, and 50. But today I'm going to talk about ensuring progress is made by taking your goals and thinking of three different levels of achievement for each goal minimum target and outrageous. Most goals we write are binary, which means we either do them or we don't. When we achieve them, we feel great. If we don't achieve them, we feel bad. This is a roller coaster ride of emotions, which starts and stops and starts and stops. And can you relate to any of that? I can. And this is why people don't like to set goals because we make ourselves feel bad when we don't follow through or fail to achieve them. There are a variety of reasons. We may not achieve the goals we set out to. We start with high expectations for what we want to accomplish, but life can get in the way. You get sick, your kids might get sick, you have morning meetings, you're on vacation, work demands, holidays, you name it some life circumstances get in the way of us achieving our goals. We can easily derail ourselves by missing the mark. Oh, I screwed up and ate what I said I wasn't going to. So we then make poor choices the rest of the day, sometimes multiple days at a time. Then we get upset at ourselves for doing it. I know I do that. How about you? I don't think it's just me. But what if there's a foolproof way to continue to make progress towards your goals that keeps you feeling good? Sounds like a magic wand, but there is a way. It's MTO. Have you heard about it? I first learned this concept from Tiffany Peterson on one of her trainings years ago, and she got it from Raymond Aaron. M-T-O. Minimum, target, and outrageous. So how does Raymond Aaron define these? Well, he defines minimum as what you can be counted on or expected to do or achieve based on your past performance. It's not on your hopes, but on the reality of what you actually have accomplished in the past, minimum. Your target is the stretch, which is slightly beyond what you know you can accomplish, what you normally do. So it stretches you a little. And then there's outrageous. It's what you know you cannot achieve. I kind of think of it as the impossible goal. 
So how can this be played out with your goals? Well, I'm going to give you the example of one of Raymond Aaron's examples for sales. So minimum, minimum selling seven widgets. Your target is selling nine widgets. And outrageous is to be the top salesperson of the month. So he describes it as you'll most likely achieve your minimum since that's what you typically do. Maybe you attain the seven sales by the 22nd of the month and you look at your target goal and realize that you've only got two sales to go to hit your target. That can inspire you to go for it. Either way, you have still achieved your minimum goal and you feel great. If you actually achieve your target, you're gonna be a lot happier. You could even be elated. And this increases your self-esteem and your confidence. And each time you do this, each month, it can propel you to go for the outrageous goal of being the top salesperson of the month because you have created a system of, oh, I can do that. I can do that with your minimum and target goals and you've achieved them. It gives you the confidence and self-esteem to go for your outrageous goal. But what about some of your typical goals that people can relate to, like exercise and eating habits? So what about exercise? First, start out with your minimum. What do you typically do? This minimum could be maybe 15 minutes of exercise five days out of the week. Great. What is your target? Well, your target is stretching you a little bit. What about 25 minutes, five days out of the week? Or maybe your outrageous goal of doing 45 minutes of exercise seven days a week. That's an example of MTO for exercise. Well, what about healthy eating? So I have a healthy eating goal of eating three servings of vegetables a day. Well, that's my minimum. Minimum of eating three servings of vegetables a day. A target, I would love to eat five servings of vegetables a day. Outrageous goal could be eating eight servings of vegetables a day. So you kind of see how that goes? By achieving my target goal or my even my outrageous goal, I will have automatically hit my minimum or target goals. But MTO doesn't have to be built on one another. You don't have to achieve your minimum in order to hit your target or hit your minimum and target to be able to hit your outrageous. So an example of this is maybe you have a outrageous goal of creating a website. Your minimum goal is to read a book on internet marketing. And maybe your target goal is to take a course on internet marketing. But you could achieve your outrageous goal of creating a website without having achieved your minimum goal of reading an internet marketing book, or even your target goal of taking a course on internet marketing. You achieve your outrageous goal, you are gonna be ecstatic ahead of schedule because you didn't spend time reading or taking a course, you found a different way to achieve your outrageous goal without having to go through your target and minimum goals. So that's how Raymond Aaron thinks of it. I think of MTO just slightly different. I think of MTO as minimum, target, and optimal. Minimum is the least I will do. Target is really what I'm aiming for. 
And optimal is ideally what I'm striving for. It's a stretch, but it's doable. So for example, in exercise, my minimum standard is 10 minutes of exercise. But often once I get going, I'll just keep going because I'm doing it. My target is actually about 20 to 30 minutes of exercise, at least five days out of the week. My optimal goal is to have 45 to 60 minutes of exercise five days out of the week. But we have some of these other things in our normal life that we could also apply this to. So for example, cleaning my house. My minimum of having cleaned the house is sweeping the kitchen floor, vacuuming the living rooms, cleaning the sink and toilet and floor in the bathrooms on the main level. Now, my target is sweeping and mopping the kitchen floor, vacuuming the living rooms and bedrooms, cleaning all the bathrooms, including the showers. And so it's a little bit more, but optimally, ideally, it's doing everything as before, sweeping and mopping the kitchen floor, vacuuming the living rooms, the bedrooms, cleaning all the bathrooms, including the showers, along with vacuuming the basement and dusting, like a complete cleaning from top to bottom, every surface. So what are your goals for this year? And how could you rewrite them into the MTO format, where the minimum is what you normally do, then creating a stretch goal for your target, and then a seemingly impossible outrageous goal to strive for. Or you can view it as my last examples, as the least you will do, which is the minimum, what you really wanna do, your target, or by completing what you ideally want to achieve, your optimal goal. Either way, by just achieving the minimum, you will feel good. You'll create motivation, momentum, and confidence to stretch yourself to continue to achieve your target, or maybe even your optimal or outrageous goals. Thank you for joining me today. Next week, we're gonna start a series on the top communication barriers and what you can do to improve them so you can have better responses in your relationships. And don't forget to join me on Friday when I interview Jason Haglund from the Stepping In It podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I hope you found some value, insights, and something that resonated with you in today's show. If today's show spoke to you, would you please share it with a friend and go over to Apple Podcast or wherever you are listening from and subscribe to the show so that you can be the first to know when new content and episodes go live. While you're there, would you please give it some love? Please like it, comment on it, and leave a five-star rating and review. Thank you so much in advance for taking two minutes of your time to do this. Your likes, comments, and reviews really help get the word out to more people who need to hear there are positive solutions for their life. I would love to connect with you. You can find me on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, whichever is your favorite platform, and let's have a conversation about today's show. Thanks for listening and have a great week.